0: Welcome to Homeschool Insights, the show that brings you biblical homeschool encouragement in under 10 minutes. I'm your host, Yvette Hampton. Homeschool Insights is sponsored by CTC Math. If you're looking for a great online math program, visit ctcmath.com and try it for free. Now, on to the show. We were talking about um, school versus education, but what the difference is between being in a classroom and being at home. And you said that you were a teacher, you actually were in the classroom, you were an English, high school English teacher, and you had to kind of deprogram yourself from classroom, you know, what the classroom looked like um, compared to what your home looked like. And this is so hard for parents. It still is hard for me. It's hard for every parent, I think, um, unless you are a mom who just very naturally and maybe you were homeschooled yourself and so you didn't you weren't programmed to think that way. But I, I think most of us still kind of have that in us. Mm-hmm. And so talk about what how that has looked different for you and how you have just created less stress in your homeschool than what you had in the classroom. I mean, there are so many things, you know, we look at curriculum and we always think we have to get to the end of this curriculum. By the end of the year, we have to check all the boxes in order to call it a year and to call it successful. Did you feel that way in the classroom? And then how does that differ from what you have experienced in the home?
1: Certainly did feel, had to do that in the classroom. And so one of the things I've tried to do as a homeschooling mom is just look at what the book or the curriculum that's in front of us is teaching and ask the logical question, do we really need this? Is this going to help my child become a better, you know, student or better person? And the example that I've given often is even though I taught high school and one of my favorite things in high school when I was a student was to diagram sentences. And it's in every um, English textbook. And I know that a lot (laughs) of moms and a lot of kids get really stressed about, this is just one example of diagramming. If you really sit back and ask the question, what's the, I mean, what is the point of English? What are we studying this for? We're trying to become better communicators, whether that's Mm -hmm. written, verbal, understanding language. And I just realized that diagramming sentences did not help me become a better communicator. Some people would argue with that, but I would disagree with them because I did an an awful lot of advanced grammar as a college student, and I really do not think that that helped, um, you know like I mentioned earlier, we learn the English language at a very early age. And of course we perfect it as we go, but we perfect it by using it much like a chef learns to cook by cooking more than just by uh, studying the molecules of the ingredients that he's using, which is (laughs) kind of what I feel like about diagramming sentences. Um, And so I think a lot of times the classroom has to keep students busy, and so they use a lot of busy work. Another example I've given is, you know, young children, young students, they are often uh, given grammar worksheets where they are instructed to add an S to the end of the word to make it plural, add an ED to the end of the word to make it pass, whereas they've been doing that since they were, you know, two and three years old. You learn as as a toddler eventually um, the basics of grammar without ever doing a, a textbook. So, you know, Moms, if you could could think about that and think, and, they, and they, it goes for other subjects as well. Those were just some examples, but you know, asking yourself, do I really need to do this? I have not okay. done higher math with all of my children. I mm-hmm. I do. I play each one by ear. I look to see, um, you know, their interests, their gifts, if their their propensity is in that subject. Um, I've got a couple that have not gone on to do algebra. I've got some that um, instead of algebra or higher math, I've replaced it with the Dave Ramsey's curriculum, which think about is probably a lot more beneficial to life in general than whether they can do algebra. So just thinking logically about things like that, trusting what I said earlier, trusting the curiosity and the process by which God has created us to learn. The things we need to learn when we need to learn them. Um, If you think about as an adult, how many things you've learned that you were not taught that have you know benefited you? It's, it's, we just need to kind of undo and unravel our predisposed thinking about about schooling and and see the bigger picture that would help us.
0: Yeah, I love that because part of educating our kids is teaching them to think well and to think logically through things. And so we're doing that in the process of teaching them, right? And that's such a great reminder because it's true. I mean, kids who are going to become engineers, they probably need to learn higher math, right? If you're going to become a chemist, you probably need to know the periodic table. But I never in my years of life have ever once needed to understand or know the periodic table. Right? I don't need to know all of the dates of history and, and every single thing that happened. Some dates are important to know. But some dates, who really cares? Mm-hmm. It happened in history. It happened a long time ago. And this is where we are in the world today, <laughs> you know, but.
1: And I would add that we live in a very different world now with the technology than we once yeah. did. And so I think a lot of our, what we're requiring students to memorize is right. is outdated, if you will, because the information is already there. Some people would sure. argue that it needs to be up here, but um, not everything. Yeah,
0: right, right. Well, and here's the thing. Is that, and, and we've talked about this lots of times, not every child needs to be a, a, a master of every single subject. Right. Because how many times have you met a scientist who's a historian or a mathematician who is an artist? I mean, like every kid, and, and you were talking about this earlier, every kid is different. God's created each of them with their own unique gifts and abilities. And so not every child needs to know every single bit of every single subject, right? Right, It's just not necessary for life. And it really does put so much stress on us as parents. You know, if parents want to parse out sentences with their kids, that's fine. Mm -hmm. It's not that it's wrong to do that. don't feel like you have to do it. Just don't, exactly. Don't feel like you have to do that. And as homeschool moms, especially if you've got several kids at home and you feel like, oh man, I have to teach every single one of them, every single thing about every single subject, you're going to go crazy, and mm-hmm. so are your kids, because it's not possible. And and I agree with you. I mean, I have learned more in my adult years than I ever learned. And I went to a good Christian school growing up, right? But I came out of that Christian school knowing very little of anything. Mm-hmm. And almost everything I know today has been things that I've learned in my adult life because I've wanted to learn that. right. And so our kids are going to learn. It's teaching them how to learn. It's it's not destroying their um, you know, their identity as, um, being able to learn and being, you know, children of the Lord. Um, but right. And I created them to be.
1: And I've reminded you, I've done a few conferences and I always ask the audience, I say, you know, how much do you remember from your high school days? And and I'll throw out some terms, you know, who remembers who could define an intransitive verb right now? Of course, nobody can. (laughs) And so, a constant reminder to ourselves of that, that, you know, it's yeah. not the schooling that creates the person we become. It's yeah. that's just such an, a small part of it. And another thing we can do is we can hinder our children from becoming what God designed them to be. And I've mm. used my husband as an example of this because when he was growing up, it was you know, you did what everybody else did. You went to high school, you tried to get good grades, you had to get into a college. Didn't matter if you didn't know what you wanted to do in college. That's just yeah. what you know, you did. And so he was in college for a year or two, um, did not, Know what he wanted to do, floundered around, you know, ended up dropping out of college. He's now a very successful um, ho- ho- contractor and home inspector. Mm-hmm. He is very gifted at what he does. He is a very um, he's in high demand from a lot of people, and he's thriving because that's where his gifts are. But it took him years and years to find that, and so yeah. many years were lost. So many years and a lot of money was lost in the in the process. So. We can do our kids a real disservice by just expecting them to do the, you know, fulfill the status
0: quo. Thanks for joining us for Homeschool Insights. For more great homeschool inspiration and resources, listen to the Schoolhouse Rocked podcast every Monday, Wednesday, and Thursday. And be sure to watch the film Schoolhouse Rocked The Homeschool Revolution.